everything come like not too easy because you work a lot, but too fast and yeah. you don't realize what you achieve or how much cost that or yeah. how lucky I was to, to win really fast. Yeah. So it's something that with the time, with the Moto2 years that were, I was really like struggling a lot, I realized uh, what is to win a championship, you know, because in that, yeah. with 17 years old, 18, you are there like in a cloudy, you know, uh, the, uh, uh, okay, I win, but you don't put realize the effort or the, not the effort, the valor that has that. Welcome to Last on the Breaks, the MotoGP podcast, brought to you with a pile of pistachios on our table here today, thanks to the ever-catering and caring LCR Honda team. <laughs> you were just listening to a lick, preview lick, lick. Of, uh, of today's show. That We have Alex Marquez with us today, so I hope you enjoyed that little preview that's uh, showing you what's to come later on. Uh, my name's Matt Dunn, alongside me is Everest Fran Wild. Fran, what an easy chat that was with Alex Marquez. It what was a, a nice young, one. lovely down-to-earth fella. Yeah, definitely. I think it's always, like, obviously, Alex, really, really popular rider. And, you know, it's always interesting to get a bit more of a taste of away from the track. Mm -hmm. Gaming, uh, dogs, And also mechanics. ask about that thing that he's always asked about it, but whether he likes talking about it, which yeah. is he's got quite a famous brother and we wondered if he... Uh, was a little bit bored of always getting grilled on that. Yeah, probably so. worth <laughs> noting actually at this point that if you have come here for obviously more insights on Mark Marquez, no, this is, this is a podcast about Alex Marquez, but we do ask <laughs> about how Alex feels about getting asked about Mark Marquez, which, in, which is ironic exactly. given that we then actually technically asked about him, but then we kind of didn't, and, but it was fine. Um, it was, no, his answers were, were really, really fascinating. And also uh, a couple of things I didn't expect, his opinions on uh, how quickly some young riders are progressing through the ranks and yeah, how I he thinks. Yeah, I like these perspectives yeah. at the moment. There's, Quite a few hot topics on that at the moment, aren't there, with Pedro Acosta, Raul Fernandez, et cetera, et cetera. And then we've just had sort of the Dovi show in recent years, showing the exact opposite with so much experience, blah, blah, blah. Always an interesting one, and yeah. always nice to get some different perspectives. It's quite right. But uh, yeah, so. Today, we do not actually have a question say, of the week, do we? We have a statement of the week. Yes, a statement is many thanks, Frey Glow, <laughs> Hey Mike Falcone, or Falcon with an E on the end, and Definitely Cheeky McFly, Falcone. because. We did ask you last time out for uh, with uh, the Akiai podcast to send us your quick fire question suggestions and you guys really came up Trump. So thank you very much it. to you guys for sending those in. You'll see what those are right at the end of the interview. So thanks very much you guys once again. Yes, really good stuff. So are we ready to uh, yep, rock and roll? Get rocking and rolling then? Alex Marquez, look out for the moment that a helicopter interrupts us. Yep. Um, and yeah, there was no other real outtakes were there, so let's just I don't know. I mean, there's a bit of faff at the start, but we'll probably have put that out for you. Probably. So. Anyway, <laughs> see you after the show. So, Alex, welcome. Thank you. you I feel too important here. Yeah, right. You. Welcome to this interview. <laughs> what makes you a great fit for this role? Yeah. <laughs> no, Definitely. so we obviously talked to you in 2019, we were thinking earlier, when you were in Moto2 before MotoGP, now you're a podium finisher in the Premier Class and everything. But for today, we'll start and we'll just ask you the easy question. Okay. How's it going? How's the atmosphere now riding in Lucho's team? Is it a bit different to last year? How are you feeling in 2021? Good. I, I mean, the atmosphere is so great. It's true that we are not in our best uh, situation or the situation that I was imagining a little bit before to come here. I mean, uh, to be a little bit like 
in a better way, but the atmosphere and the feeling and the relation with the team is really good. I feel really comfortable from the day one. So, you know, I'm like not enjoying because the, result, the results are not good, but I am enjoying with the team and this. So, yeah, I feel really great on the team. We, um, we spoke to Lucio in Qatar too, the Doha GP. Yeah. And he seems like, as a, as a rider, he must be great to ride for. Is that, has that been the case? What's he like as a boss? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he's so passionate. So he gives all his time and all his power to the team. He's always making some events with the sponsor and this. So his life is 100% for the motorcycle and for the MotoGP. So how is it different then? Because you had quite a whirlwind situation when you came into MotoGP. It was like suddenly, like, okay, Jorge Lorenzo is retiring and uh, Marcus, Marcus Russell Honda. It must have been quite a kind of sudden switch from like only a little bit before you're like reigning Moto2 world champion and then whoo. <laughs> now do you feel like you're a little bit more settled in in MotoGP and kind of know what you're doing and feel a bit more? Yeah, sure. I mean, in the beginning was really strange because, you know, yeah, my feeling or, and my contract was signing for ride in 2020 for Moto2, you know? Yeah. So he, after winning the championship, uh, all the situation in Valencia, Lorenzo retires, then on the contact to me and this was like, I was in the beginning, in the first, for example, first to test Valencia Jerez, I was a little bit out in my head because I was not ready or not. My mentality was not on MotoGP on that time. Yeah. It was on Moto2 to, it must to prepare. It's a bit crazy. It's literally like, hey, and then tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. The biggest thing you've ever been working for ever. <laughs> it was really strange, you know, to be on the motorhome on Monday uh, after the Valencia GP. And we were in Spain. So, you know, we have the TV on uh, yeah. with all the news and this. All the day I was on the news, you know, for uh, <laughs> the market, all this. So, it was really strange. Bloody hell. Helicopter's coming over. <laughs> Is that yours? Is that yours coming in? Yeah, it's After that slight interlude. Do you, do you feel like less in the spotlight now this year compared to last? Because it almost was like, well, especially with your brother out and everything for the year, like everything's on you. Yeah, uh, yeah, after Jared, for example, we came to Breno and it was a little bit strange for me to be a little bit like alone on the Repsol on the box, you know, it was like a lot of pressure on me, all the people looking on me because Stefan was there, but was the rider, so... And in that point, it was a little bit difficult to, to, like, to control all the nerves and this. But then after some races, I understand that, okay, this is uh, my job, <laughs> I'm in a factory team and I need to, to do it. And in that point, I start to improve it step by step. And in Misano test with a real step and, and a good step. So from that point, I was start to enjoy the MotoGP bike and MotoGP category. But, but until that point was a little bit difficult to feel like, yeah, alone, uh, you know, because my brother was not there, but also because I was a little bit alone. Not alone on the, on the box because all the team was yeah. was there, but a little bit all, all the pressure on me. Yeah, it's quite a big step up, right? Especially when you're a rookie and then it's like, okay then. <laughs> exactly, because the, the pressure in the beginning was uh, everything on Mark and, you know, all the focus put on Mark and this. But then when Mark uh, gets injured, it was like, wow. What I'm, I'm here, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know really how to react. 
Investigators. Yeah, I can imagine. But you, it did, obviously you said this year a little bit more difficult so far, but you have already taken podiums. That must have been a pretty crazy, again, sudden crescendo of experiences after some struggles and then that step forward in Mazzano. How did that feel to finally get on that Premier Class podium? It was really good. Uh, and honestly, the, the one in Aragon was uh, amazing and unbelievable uh, because Nobody expected this festival, but during all the weekend uh, with the team, we were like uh, putting all the pressure there and so uh, maybe we can be or make a good job, not on the podium, uh, honestly, right. because I was starting from 11 or 12 or something like this. So to, but to be in the top five, the rhythm was there. But when I was in the podium and this, nobody expected, you know, uh, it was like a surprise, I think, for everybody. And, uh, for all the fans also, uh, but it was really, really nice to to make that that podium and a little bit to put uh, away a little bit of pressure or comments yeah. uh, or negative comments. Because I suppose like after you get that that kind of wet podium in Le Mans, right? Everyone's saying, "Ah, oh, great! Hey, congratulations on the podium! Can't wait till you get one in the dry." And you're like, "Shut up!" You know? <laughs> but then the very next race. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> no, but I was the first one to say no. Yeah. It's a wet podium. Now we need to make this in dry. In dry, mm. we need to, to improve and this. But then suddenly in the next race, pump. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> what are you gonna say now? <laughs> but I was the first one yeah. to say no. Calm. It's wet. Uh, everything happened. This and this. I was feeling really good, but on dry, we need to make that. You must really like Aragon then, like yeah. in the dry and stuff. Aragon. I love it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was already loving uh, that track and the, the layout is really enjoying. I did a lot of tests with the Moto3 and Moto2 there. Uh, it's really close to my home also. Hmm. But it's one layout that when you have the feeling and when you have that flow, yeah. it's really nice. That's cool. Okay, well, this is the podcast where we do ask you a little bit about the track, okay. but we also ask you a little bit about you yeah, yeah. and kind of away from the track. <laughs> One thing we've especially had to notice recently is your dogs. Yeah. We want to ask you about them. Yeah. Like, How do you keep up with them? They're incredibly cute. How did you make that decision? Is it as amazing as it looks on the internet? <laughs> Photoshop. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I have, uh, I'm really lucky with that dogs, honestly, Stitch and Shira, uh, because, you know, they are dogs that you can take it uh, for run, not on Sama, but uh, on Sama all the dogs are with uh, one gear less, <laughs> you know, now they are like in, like in another people. mood, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. exactly same uh, in the midday after uh, lunch, uh, okay, we go. They are there uh, watching you and say, no, please. <laughs> so, yeah, really nice, you know, and they are dogs that uh, can be at home. You can put on the mountain uh, and walk 10 kilometers that they will be there. Uh, so, yeah. They've got little legs, though, poor little sausage. Yeah, I was going to say, how do they keep but, it yeah. with but you? But they're You're unbelievable. I, I ran with them uh, eight kilometers yeah. and they were there on winter always, eh, with wow. the fresh and yeah, this, yeah. but they were there and we arrive at home, I say, okay, I stop eight kilometers already. For me, it's okay. And for, for them, more. I arrive at home and they are there playing all the time. So I say, okay, oh <laughs> next day, 10. No, I, can, I can do it. But I'm yeah, surprised. Yeah, yeah. I've never yeah, seen yeah. this with like little yeah. sausage dogs. Yeah. Very cute. It's like sausage, uh, but it's the mini one. Mini, so that you mini, so, well, mini Jackson. Even smaller. <laughs> even smaller. It's not the standard one, but even uh, the Canichen is even a little bit smaller. Wow, than okay. my one well, my cousins and my grandfather have one. Okay, ah. that's cute. Have to say they are my favorite breed of dog. I was like, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so what was All it? I guess they made uh, quarantine a bit easier. 
and things, right? Completely, yeah, completely, yeah, yeah, yeah. completely, completely different. And you know, at home also going out a little bit from house mm. and, and coming back uh, fast. Especially in Spain, because you were allowed to leave yes, to walk with dogs, the dogs, right? Just with the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but I was not all the day all, uh, there around. Good job, yeah, they can know. go 10 kilometers, isn't it? But one thing we did, we also wanted to ask you, when we spoke to you in 2019, you said that growing up, you loved being a, you know, doing the work on the bikes, being a mechanic and things like that. Very curious now, you're a factory MotoGP rider, is that something you're still quite passionate about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Do you, do you kind of do anything at home, like any projects or yeah, mess no, about no, with stuff? No, or? no, because, you know, I, I will love it to, to do it, but the time is a little bit always too yeah. close. And, cool. you know, we are training at home and when you arrive at home, the power is already gone, you know, mm -hmm. a little yeah. bit mm -hmm. uh, from bicycle or gym or this. But yeah, if I can help my father uh, making something on the bike and this is something that I, I, I love it. And, and it's something that I did like a hobby, that I will do like a hobby or something when I will retire something like this, because it's something that I like it. Nice. So to repair cool. some bikes, uh, some old bikes, something like this, projects like this, I, I like it. I think that's something which maybe the fans at home don't quite know so much about you. Do, do you have like, so when you're actually obviously a motor GP bike, a completely different animal, but do you think it's quite important to have that working understanding of how a motorcycle works in order to give feedback to your team to work on the bike? I, this I don't know, mm -hmm. because uh, I think uh, some riders, they are like, don't know how to, I don't know, take out uh, the ice filter from the motocross, but mm. later they are really fast. So this is something that, yeah, I like to, to know a little bit from the bike and how it's working, everything mm. and this, because it's something that I love it, uh, the sport, but yeah. uh, and I'm really interested to know all this. But I think to later to speak about, to, to put some inputs more, I think it's not really, really important. I just ask uh, a lot of things and this, just because I, I want and I like it. Oh. That's cool. So the other thing that we, uh, we know you like is gaming. Yes. A little bit. You were the inaugural race winner in the MotoGP yeah, eSports right. uh, thing we had in quarantine last year. Yeah, Mugello was. Yeah, Mugello. Yeah, <laughs> See, remember. <laughs> how, first of all, for me, how do you go so fast on that game? Because I can't do a legal lap, even as a Red Bull rookie. <laughs> I'm awful. <laughs> I mean... Practice or...? Yeah, practice, this for sure. <laughs> but, but not now, from when I was uh, young already. Uh, really? You know, okay. Yeah. Yeah, my fathers, uh, they are always open on that, you know, and play on via PlayStation or on gaming and, uh, and things like that. Not all the day, but they were open to, to yeah, make things cool. uh, and, and all that. So, yeah, but honestly, I was not the fastest one. But, uh, for example, in Mugello, it was the one that they crashed less. There was some drama, no? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ta Tacker also caused quite yeah, a lot of drama. Yeah, but then it was in Austria. <laughs> yeah. I rem that's basically what I remember most from that, is you and Mark yelling at Tacker. Yeah, <laughs> because it was him. <laughs> two times, uh, yeah. me and one to Mark, or two to Mark and one to me. Yes. So would but, you say you're, uh, you're more an outdoorsy or indoorsy person? You play, when you have free time, you get, you're playing games all the time or, you're in, in, or do you prefer your training outdoors? No, well, but I mean, when I finish to train everything and I have yeah. some relax, like one hour off, something like this, I, I, yeah, I go to, to gaming or this. Now in summer, I prefer to be on the swimming pool or something like this, you know? But uh, if not, uh, I play a little bit uh, on Call of Duty now, a little bit with, with friends and this. Mm -hmm. So we make like teams in the Warzone and we play a little bit. But yeah, 
I like to, to spend just one hour with the mobile off and just play. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I feel you. Has, there, has, has anyone ever like recognized you online? You know, yeah, like do you get like really? random people like, oh my God. Is that Alex Marquez? <laughs> Maybe, yes. Yeah, okay. Because they know my, my name because uh, I, I, I did also the, the MotoGP races uh, yeah, with, with that name. With your so sure, sure, they kill me and they say, ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's kind of nice though, isn't it, with gaming, I find, to connect with people if you can't go and see them or whatever. If you can both just go online for an hour, talk, random stuff, yes. maybe kill a few people, you know, do a few laps. No, it's, not, it's nice also because <laughs> we have like a schedule. Like, wow, like okay. eight to nine, something like this before to dinner, we connect always the same really? one okay. and we play yeah, as a Can team the it. same one. So yeah, it's really funny on that or nice. from 7.30 to nine, something like this, if we have more free time. But always we have that time that is all the day, if we don't have so, nothing to do, yeah. it's something that we need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's a good way to stay connected through your friends as well. Yeah, well I guess yeah. obviously it helps during lockdown exactly. or anything, right? So. so are you as competitive in that as you are on track? Or do you find it's like a little bit more chill in personal more life? More chilling, more chilling. Yeah. More chilling. Uh, I'm not really good. For <laughs> on the Call of Duty. That sounds really more like you're saying you're not good enough to be competitive. Exactly, than... <laughs> exactly. I'm not enough, you know, uh, so uh, yeah. This uh, is me on FIFA. I'm so bad, I just have to take it and just be like, well, it's just for fun. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you have that insight, but that's it. I leave it, I leave it awesome. <laughs> um, I'm not really a gamer, so I'm not really like. I used to be when I was younger, but not anymore. Maybe no, no, it's, no. it's one of those ones I might have to get back into at some point. So you need to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, something I did want to ask you about. Yeah. Um, it's been a lot of interviews, obviously, throughout your career, especially when you're coming up. Your brother's obviously a little bit older and done some things as well. I do always wonder in your shoes, in in the point, is there a point in an interview where, in the back of your mind, you're chatting to someone, they're asking a few questions about you, and you're in the back of your mind thinking, wait for it wait for it and then they go so Alex just want to ask you about Mark and you go oh there it is <laughs> is it, what has, has that ever been sort of the case for you during the during the time I mean always is a little bit like this yeah. or, or someone they start okay I make one from you right in the beginning and then that's it <laughs> but, but then they, just, they continue the interview you know speaking like, about okay but yeah one time I said when I was in Moto2 or something like that I think I remember you saying somewhere being like Stop now. Yeah, exactly. No, in Aragon last year. Uh, maybe, yeah, because, because obviously every, every race that I was going there, they asked him, how is Mark? How is Mark? How is Mark? Yeah. How is Mark? You know, and was not uh, really good news, but I, I was not the person to say it. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To, exactly. to, That's not your news. To the guys, this is you know? the thing. If, like, if there's no like official confirmation, do exactly. they think you're just going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll just tell you. They have a team manager from the Alberto <laughs> yeah. or Emilio or someone like <laughs> yeah. that, but I'm not the guy to say, no, I... Is recovering or is not recovering, something like this. <laughs> so I say, okay, wait. But in Moto2, I did like uh, some interviews, some kind of interviews that were all the interviews speaking about Mark. And then I say, hey, come on, we stop. Yeah. If they want to make interview to Mark, uh, they go to Emilio yeah. or to someone like that. They, you know, not lose the time on me in a weekend or something like this, just speaking of Mark. I'm not a guy that I'm like stopping, uh, like saying, okay, no interviews or no the questions about Mark. If I need to to answer someone, I'm open to that, but not uh, 20 interviews just yeah, speaking yeah, of Mark, yeah, you know? Yeah. So Just an hour is like so. Exactly, <laughs> and repeating always the same, you know? Because right. they want, many times the interview is one-to-one, -one, and many times you are like, uh, yeah, it's like repeating the same in all the interviews, yeah. you know? So when we're speaking about Mark, 
during 20 years, you say, hey, come on, yeah, exactly. stop. Yeah. But it's the life, it's like this, you know, when you have a... I guess you have the good parts from that as well, right? You have like advice, support and training yeah, yeah. and stuff. So you can be like, okay, a little bit, but then... Yeah, no, no, I, I say also, I'm really lucky to have him here and, you know, and to share with your brother the, the passion. This is uh, really lucky and training all the day. But we have like different ways or no different, different life. Yeah. Really close course, to one, yeah. one to him. But here in track, we are two different persons and they both each uh, try to go his own way and try to make uh, his, his work like yeah. this. Do you want to just, we've got a couple of quick fire questions to ask you yes. before you let you go, but just on that note, just wanted to follow on to a different, uh, to a similar topic, like just asking about motivation and day to day, how, obviously the main motivation is I want to be Murder GP World Champion, I mean that would be amazing, Murder 3, Murder 2 and Murder GP World Champion, that's the ultimate goal. But do you enjoy being a professional motorcycle racer, is that, do you get up in the morning like, yes, I gotta go train today and then I'll go to the track next week, this is gonna be great. What is, what is your experience <laughs> like? sounds like literally like yeah, a seventies like, Hollywood movie. Exactly. Yes! I mean, <laughs> it's not always nice. Like, uh, like not not a nice. It's some days that you want to rest. Yeah. And yeah. you rest, but but then you. If I stay at home, after one hour, one hour and a half, I would say, I need to go. You yeah. know, just one hour on bicycle, just uh, easy. But I need to go. Yeah. Then you go. But for for that reason. If I have Mark uh, with me, that he's, we are always uh, together. Come on, we go. Oh, I'm tired today. Come on, come on. Uh, one hour, one hour and a half. That's it. We, we yeah. come back. And then it's something that uh, really, but me, I never lose the motivation to work on at home or something like this. It's true that when the results are really good, it's so easy to keep the motivation. Yeah. But with bad results, I never lose the motivation to, to work and to be stronger and to make every day uh, or every day gym or bicycle and this it's something that the day that i will lose that motivation will be the day to stop you know but at the moment i'm happy in Good. this mode of life uh, to be tired nearly all the day yeah, yeah, yeah. but but i like it it's something that, that I, I really like i guess you kind of done that through motor two as well didn't you because in motor three you kind of arrived your first wild card or one of the first ones you're immediately kind of near the front Yes. Motor 3, race win, champion, Motor 2. I guess you're now used to, okay, every day, learn something more, do something more, kind of in that groove of how it is really, yeah. rather than kind of what we've seen with like Pedro Acosta, where it's like, everything's great, but that's not how everything will be for a 20 year career. Honestly, to me, uh, that, that arrives to Moto3 to make a good result, uh, fast, uh, first year make a lot of podiums, and second year win doesn't help really a lot to me honestly because i was not like putting everything come like not too easy because you work a lot but too fast and yeah. you don't realize what you achieve or how much cost that or yeah. how lucky i was to to win really fast yeah so it's something that with the time with the moto two years that where i was really like struggling a lot i realized uh, what is to win a championship, you know, because in that, yeah. with 17 years old or 18, you are there like in a cloudy, you know, yeah. uh, uh, okay, win, but you don't put, realize the effort or the, not the effort, the valor that has that. 
Yeah. yeah I can imagine is... it's like a whirlwind. You know, people are just, one person's like, Alex, you need to come here. Alex, for this. Exactly. And, then, and then others are, Alex, come here with Mark. And, then, and you're like, oh my goodness. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Something that, oh. And, and at seven, well, how old were you when you won the Moto3 championship? Uh, 18. Yeah, so at 18 years old, you're still developing as a human being exactly. outside of the racing. You know, exactly. you're like, I need my space, guys. Exactly. And you're a world champion. In that point, maybe you don't put the uh, foot on the floor in the moment that you have, and you arrive to Moto2, and you think that will be easier like Moto3. Mm. Not easier, but in the same way, you know, to arrive, and you are far from the beginning, and everything, yeah. and the life is nice. But then I had like two really difficult years that honestly uh, were the two years that I learned more from the World Championship and this, you know, mm -hmm. and from human side and, and all this. What really, uh, from the personal side, yeah. really important uh, that two years. That's really cool. It, feel, it feels sometimes like the step from Junior World Championship as it is now to Moto3, it can be quite big, but the step from Moto3 to Moto2 as it was then, comparatively is so huge and I th some people i think expect you to just be like boop 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 yeah. and it's not yeah and uh, or many people have uh, like um, or want to arrive to moto gp like too early or something like yeah, this yeah. i think the formation is really important with the categories and this mm. you know and uh, moto 2 is so important and and it's a really good school for the moto gp bike it's true that now we are showing many rookies in Moto2 that they are fast from the beginning. But for example, when I jump in, in 15, the category were really different about that with the suspension, white power, all this, or all that. That was a big casino in the beginning. But now that the bikes are so similar from Moto3 to Moto2, you can be fast from the beginning if you are in the right place uh, with the right bike. I think it's like or with the Triumph engine is like less different or something like this. But when I arrived in 15, I remember that being 10 seconds from the leader in the race, you were 20. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, and this now we, we see less, we see more different uh, from the riders. I mean, not in one lap, but on race, yeah, on yeah. race pace. I understand, I understand. Yeah. Great stuff, awesome. But before we let you go, we yeah. got yes, four quick fire, quick fire questions. Okay. And actually, we have, uh, we have one which you've always used with everybody, and then we have three new ones which the fans chose. We okay. quite like them, so we thought I'd ask them. Um, so fans, like, fans are really dangerous, eh? So I'm dying with the so, question. Yeah, very. But, the, but these ones, they're very sensible. We, okay, we okay. do want to... Yeah. Yeah. But um, the first one I want to ask you, because we want we say this one first, because we'll give you some time to think about it if you need. But which three people, dead or alive, would you like to have at a dinner party? And you so can't can choose, like, world. mark your mum and your dad. Yeah, yeah. I cannot <laughs> no, choose. No, no, no. Like a, little a celebrity. Bit more out of the box, preferably. <laughs> so a sports star you like, maybe. Like the kind of dinner that you couldn't just organise tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I would not choose any famous guy mm -hmm. because I prefer the really friends yeah, yeah. and have the confidence you know that's cute yeah to, okay. to make some yeah. big party or something mm, of so course. A, a, a funny lunch you know yeah, what yeah. i mean so maybe i will do my assistant uh-huh what's his name for reference jose 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 uh, if i cannot choose my police uh, ah, difficult eh? this this three <laughs> and you're not even choosing celebrities yeah <laughs> The brother of him. How's his brother? Yeah, Miguel. Yeah. 
He really funny and uh, he know me when I was uh, seven. Oh really? So yeah, <laughs> I was really close and he's a guy that you can love to like hell. And the third one, the third one, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. some mechanic or... The, the mechanic that I had in Moto3, Guille. Guille, oh yes, yeah. okay, yeah, we, we okay. know Guille, he still win Mark BDS now, isn't yeah, he? Exactly. Yeah, awesome, good answer. Cool. Okay. So, next one. What three circuits would you combine to make your ideal racetrack? You can uh, take one okay. part from different ones. Breno, it's not anymore in the calendar, but Breno. Aragon. Jared. Jared, okay, cool. cool. Next question. Um, is there a person who has helped you get where you are today which you don't talk about much in the bigger impact that they had on your career. So obviously everyone goes, oh, Mark would have helped you, your dad, your mum. Anybody else? <laughs> Shade that and your dad. I, I yeah. speak a lot with, uh, about Emilio mm -hmm. also, with my manager and he helped me a lot for everything in my career. But one guy that he was really important for me in my career was uh, John Moreta, that he passed away and he was uh, the Spanish uh, president of the federation, uh -huh. but he was also in, uh, in the rack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when I was uh, like, because first of all, uh, in Spain, we started in the karting. And in that point, okay, one normal family can make that and with the cost and this, yeah. you know? But after that, when you need to go to the big tracks, already you need money, you know? Yeah. And in that point, uh, okay, we said, okay, we stop. Uh, my father uh, buy to me a supermoto uh, bike that is cheaper and we make a supermoto championship and that's it. Uh, we arrive until here. Yeah. But then this guy with Rack uh, come to me to take to me to the, oh. to the big uh, uh, tracks and this. So wow. was the key in that point, you know, if not. That maybe. really is. I think yeah. I'm going to spoiler an interview with Mark that I don't think has been published yet in the publication that did it. But he said that he made a point about that as well, that like your dad had paid for like one year of competition and then the support you had and the people who spotted the talent then really took you from there. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's an important thing, I think, no? That's overlooked a little bit. Yeah, that... when you came from a normal uh, family and this is really important that the people trusted you and give one year of change to to show that you have to, to show the the potential or something like this you know if you yeah. don't have even the the opportunity then it's difficult but we are lucky that in spain we have like a lot of fans or really passionate guys that they trust in motorcycle and they like it yeah. so we have it's so huge in spain oh, yes, isn't it? yes. I, I do love it like yes. in the uk it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah. People either love it or they're like, oh, what? And you're like, it's like the Formula One, but with motorcycles. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> last yeah. question, I know. Is it the last one? Yeah. yeah, we are, last one. It's you. Is it me? We'll edit out that pause. Like, I totally knew that and was really smooth. Which day in your life, if you could have a chance to relive it, would you choose to do again? I need to say what I will do during the no, day. No, no if no. you can choose one day that you've experienced to experience again, Maris. not necessarily to change anything, no, just no, no, to no. enjoy it again. Oh, I, what uh, would you go for? 
I'm close about two, that is Valencia 2014 or, or Malaysia, but Malaysia, I enjoy, I enjoy it quite yeah. a lot. I cannot say that I enjoy it. So maybe more Valencia. I guess because what come you back, said before, right? Yeah, to, to come to back really... with more experience and to enjoy that, that moment a little bit more and to, to put more volume in that day. Nice. That's cool. What a great answer to finish on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really, really appreciate your time, thank Alex. You. Thank, thank you very you much. Yes, thank, thank you. you. You can go and cool off now. And yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go and have a bath. Thank you a so shower. much. And yeah, hope thank you have you. a great weekend. Thank you so Thanks. much. Thank you. Thanks. So, hope you enjoyed that, as always. We certainly did. Bit of a different one, I think, this time. Not so deep. Bit more relaxed. No. Getting to know the person rather than being like, you know, so, what do you think about this psychological thing? Good couple of things. I think but some people nice who listening would like to uh, write an article about those. Some, sure, some real good sure. quality perspectives from Alex. Big thanks once again, though, to Craig, Hey Mike, and Cheeky. Yeah, for those questions. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. The dinner party was very low key. Yeah, well. very, very enjoyed quiet. But, but Alex loves it. Like he just wants to. He wants to chill playing games with his mates. As we found out, why not? Yep, so absolutely. Um, we can actually tell you who's coming up on the show next time because actually it's going to be the last one before we have a little minor break through the summer break, just a few weeks off. We'll be back with a bang. Uh, this is no, this is the last one before we then the one that's going to preview. So now to we're Austria. just going to tease you and yeah. not tell you anything. Well, well, no, we are. Is with Brad Binder. <laughs> so we're recording it in Assen with Brad Binder, and then it's going to be released. And as you can tell, we discussed in detail how we would announce that to yeah. you. So there we but go. Now, uh, yeah, it will be uh, Brad Binder next time. Hope you enjoyed, Alex. If there's anyone else that you've not heard us talk about potentially speaking to in the future, or if you've not seen an episode with them, as always, get in touch and let us know who you want to hear from. Uh, any topics you want us to ask him about as well, within reason. Uh, and yeah, anything you want to tell us, use the hashtag MotoGP podcast, comment, etc. Be kind, but be honest. We're going to enjoy some more pistachios and we'll see you next time. Ciao for now.